Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. The one constant through all the years, Ray, has been baseball. Play ball! It's time for the second game of our radio doubleheader. The third base, that is a fair ball. Manny, an impossible play. Oh, got him! Manny Machado. The inside story on baseball and more. The winning run on second. I mean, who would you want up more than Johnny Trinidad? It's been a magical year for Johnny as he comes into the last game with a 699 average. All right, come on, it's getting dark. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch. It's a perfect day for softball here at the stadium. 55,000 on hand for Johnny Trout. Bobblehead day here. I mean, it's a great day for the kids. All fans 16 and under will get one. And can Johnny go with a 700 batting average? Do you ever shut the f*** off? On 1080 The Fan. Hot corner. If you're missing the first hour, you can download that on the Les Schwab Tires podcast at Tanny the Fan and the Odyssey app. Speaking of podcasts, the last version of Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris with beers on us will drop tomorrow at four. Make sure to check that out. We have a very fun beer of the week, and we reminisce on what we're calling season one, and we'll see uh, what the volume two incarnation of beers on us looks like. Now it's on me. It's on you. <laughs> How do, I, about, do I have to, like, show you where I put everything? No, I know where it is. How okay. about? You're, you're one of the more organized M-Drive users uh, out there. After you just talked S about my drop pages and stuff? Well, the, well, <laughs> the, the pages look like S, but, but the, uh, the, 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 the server where everything is saved on, you're fairly organized. Like, when Swag's like, yeah, it's in this folder, you just click. And then it's t- in this you, folder. Yeah, you click 1080 production, and you click Swag, and then you click Swag's Again, and then, and then it's in this folder, and, and then, then it's this in this folder. folder, and I'm like, dude, this is unbelievable, man. That is true. Swag has a folder in the M drive is the drive where everything is locally on the, on our in our station. Yeah, labeled Swag. Mm-hmm. In the Swag folder, there's a folder labeled Swag. Mm-hmm. In that folder, there's a folder labeled Swag stuff. Yep, and that's where he puts a lot of things. Yep, and it's just like, bro, man, why are there three Swag folders? Your boomer is showing. <laughs> Like this is this is like this is like a seventh grader trying to hide porn in the late nineties with dial up internet. I mean it's pre- wow, that hit home. It's pretty similar to the it's pretty it's pretty similar to his office though. That is true. I mean, let's be real. He knows where things are in there. If that, someone were to walk in and he told me, Yeah, it's right there on the desk, they'd be there for days trying to find it. But professor- he knows exactly where it's at. I had a professor in college and she was an absolute genius, wonderful, wonderful human being. And I, I, I really miss her and love her to this day. Uh, her car was like that. She like wasn't homeless. She lived in an apartment and lived in Pullman forever. And her car was just like full of junk. And she'd be like, Oh yeah, 
move a couple things around and be like, it's right there. Oh, is that God. how the hoarder brain works? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because when you see the show Hoarders and you see the amount of sheer crap that is in that person's house. Mm-hmm. They know what everything is. Like literal garbage. Yep. They know where everything is. That's nuts. Yep. The brain works in mysterious ways. It's really strange. I mean, it's probably a form of um, autism, I would say. Or OCD um, or yeah, something. OCD, yeah, OCD, you know, which are all kind of live in that, you know, Asperger's or something like that, you know, all kind of live in that realm. But, the yeah, spectrum. It's, just, it's just an organizational thing. And, my friends, uh, I am not that. I am now in the phase of my life where I am throwing everything away. I just looked at my T-shirts today, and I was like, yeah, I hate all these. <laughs> and I'm going to donate them. Wife, kids, beware. Yep, yep. Interesting. I feel I'm feeling like I'm getting close to that, but I'm not quite there yet. Now, I'm not I, I don't particularly have a ton of things mm-hmm. that I would throw away. I moving from my apartment to my current house, sure. I tossed a lot of stuff that I didn't need. But I'm not really much of a, a hoarder, I don't think. Like I don't I don't just keep things to keep things. Maybe I do. I got I a know. question. Is it appropriate I just hide them away? Is it appropriate <laughs> having a state sale when you're still alive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I just like I don't really want to go through the effort of like a yard sale, garage sale. Just walk through my house, whatever you see that you like. Just give me a price. Come we'll, on in. We'll we'll haggle. We'll make a deal. I'm sure. Yeah, I I am I am starting to downsize massively. My only problem is is that God, there's a few things that I'm just irrationally sentimental about. For example, my ghetto 2005 Ford Ranger pickup. I cannot let that thing go. You love. I love that thing. That car. I, and just you, sle- I just slept in the back of it two of my four nights of camping. And you said that you were going to get the new Ford Bronco mm-hmm. when it came out. I'm still shooting for that. Well, you're shooting for it, but. Right. I feel like you could probably just do it at this point. I can totally go buy a new car right now if I want to. Yeah. But I like the truck. <laughs> My wife's like, you should buy a new truck. And I'm like, why would I have two trucks? That's stupid. <laughs> you can't like, have two number ones. That's 11. You... <laughs> That's a good Talladega Nights one. Yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Yeah. so I'm just kind of like, uh, yeah, like stupid things like that. You know, like, well, like my record collection actually has some value. So you like, you can't take that from me. But there are like weird T-shirts that I don't fit in that I'm never going to fit in again. That I'm like, uh, I don't think I can throw that away. Uh, I think I need that. I do think my biggest hoarder situation is almost certainly T-shirts because I will retire T-shirts yep. that I wear out and make them house shirts. And I, at this point in my closet, I would say that 70% of my shirts are house shirts. Wow. And 30% are normal shirts. Wow. And I have a lot of shirts. Like, I, I have a lot of T-shirts. My closet is full of them. That's, that's my style. That's what I wear. But after I retire them, I just don't toss them. Because I'm, I don't know, I like them, I guess. Yeah, I only have one house shirt. It's this uh, XL Rainier t-shirt. And it's like a daily wear? No, 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 no. It's it's uh, it's it's like faded. I've worn it a ton of time. I've had it for years. It's like my only house shirt. I don't wear it every day. Um, ah, you go shirtless. <laughs> no, I usually like wear a sweatshirt. Oh. Yeah, and nothing <laughs> else. Um, and then, uh, but what's interesting is that shirt has gotten washed enough and I have gotten large enough that it could be an everyday shirt. Mm. That's kind of upsetting, actually. So I have no cough button, so you have to sneeze on the air. Yeah, that's upsetting. Uh, not really. Not when you, if you see me in the Rainier T-shirt, you're like, oh, hey, buddy, getting a little thick over there, huh? He's like, I don't know. I was like, this XL gave it to, like, somebody gave it to me for free. 
And I was like, oh, sweet. This thing is like a dress on me. And now I'm kind of like, man, this, oh, thing this fits, thing's like a shirt on this me. This fits real nice. This is real comfortable. Oh, God, no. Oh, God, <laughs> what no. What is happening? Oh, no, I need to get out of beer. You are, you are actually giving me the little thought in my head that I should take away some of my house shirts because I, I'm the one who I go home. There's no way you and cycle I take, through all those. Well, I do. I have, I'm very weird. Oh, I've heard this, Mike. We've been doing this for a long yes. time. In my closet, I have all of my shirts, mm-hmm. and I just go in order. Yep, I know so you do this. Whatever's you on, don't think about what you're wearing nope. that day. You just go in order. Whatever's the furthest left house shirt, that's what I'm wearing that night and the next morning. Whatever's the furthest left out shirt, I wear that out. There's no thought that goes into it. It's what I do. I rotate through every shirt that I own. I will wear 10 to 14 in a week, depending on you know what I'm doing that week, right? I will wash them. I will put them at the back of the line, and then they will slowly come back to the front of the line. It's so nuts. It's like it's like once a month I wear a shirt. Not me. You can, I don't you know can tell. whether to like make a joke or be impressed. I know, right? It's like some serious patience because every time I do laundry, you know, you'll know if I've done laundry because I've got like two or three shirts that I absolutely love, and they change as time progresses and goes on. But it's like once I do laundry, I'm like, ha ha, there she is. I'm wearing that shirt tomorrow. It's like first day of school for me every day. And then I get to a point where I'm like, oh, man, I got to do laundry. I could totally wear this shirt, but I really don't want to. Then well, why do you own that shirt? <laughs> <laughs> Joe, what would you have said if, to make fun of me for that? What's, I'm just wearing shirts, man. Well, A, how could you tell the difference between all the different metal shirts that you have when they all just look like a bunch of scribble? on them so uh, that's, you're, that's gonna lo- one. you're gonna lose that one yeah um, I, mean. <laughs> I know because there are some elaborate designs clearly different shirts yes 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 uh here here's the it, here's the thing f- i do i have a very specific method which should surprise you at, not at all because of this uh i have hangers that have the little hooks in them yep those are for house shirts oh because they mess up the collars and the necks of the t-shirts because eventually they stretch them out right i have smooth normal hangers those are for the out shirts mm. That's how I differentiate. Mike's. So if I look in the closet and I see like five hook hangers, I find the first smooth one, and that's my outshirt. That's where you go, Joe, to make fun of him. That is way too much thought. Well, honestly, now I'm just jealous of Mike's closet game. He's on top of it. You know, Joe, take notes. You can be Mike Lynch. Someday. I thought I was all special because I just uh, made wanna, sure to only use time? black or white uh, clothes hangers. I just made sure to get all the clothes. Mike has a whole system down for his clothes hangers as well. Yeah. Do you, do you want to produce primetime, Joe? You just blew right over that. Yeah, I know. Oh, <laughs> no, absolutely. Oh, all right, well, okay. you can learn a lot, Joe. <laughs> you can learn about hooked hangers and smooth hangers and how to do them. And fart noises and yeah. how they're labeled. Yeah. All right, when we come back, I do want to look around. There's a couple nice races in the playoff stretch, plus we got fair or foul in 15 minutes. It's the hot corner. Don't go anywhere. 1080 The Fan. Hey, Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Nine sixteen here, Portland Sports Leader. Don't you forget it. Live from the shadows of the Fremont Bridge. I kind of like that. I like that a lot. You, know? you, uh, like it. you it's creepy, but it's cool. You really scared me because I thought that we were going to go with SH filled Willamette River right there. <laughs> <laughs> so when he came in with, with the that shadow, yeah, I was like, oh boy. <laughs> well, there is no dump, so although there is on the streets, so just go out there. <laughs> Uh, coming up in 15 minutes, we got fair or foul for the last time with Mr. Lynch, and then we'll get him out of here on a good note. Uh, but uh, instead of wasting time like we did last time, um, let's take a look at this, Mike. There are a couple things going down, and I want to start exactly in the American League wildcard chase, which the Orioles have kind of started to fade. They currently sit four and a half back. Uh, I think it is probably safe to say, Joe, congratulations on an absolutely successful season for the Orioles. They're not out of it quite yet. Um, but I think if you're an Orioles fan, you might be the happiest fan in the American League, next to maybe Mariners fans. Well, not after the series against the Blue Jays, but yes, a great season, but really screwed the pooch in that doubleheader, I believe, on Sunday. Yeah, that didn't go very well. I would say the Orioles are still hitting, although that's softened a tiny bit. It's the pitching that's kind of gone the other way, where that was really kind of keeping them in the the hot stretch and winning and getting closer and closer to the wild card, and that's kind of gotten back to being more normal as opposed to good. And um, I think that's led to kind of a dip here for the O's. Uh, but looking around for the rest of the American League, I think it's safe to say that it's, for the wild card race, it's going to be Rays, Mariners, Jays. In we some just, order. In some order. We just don't know, including the Braves series that the Mariners have this weekend, which, gosh, if you're a baseball fan, not in the Northwest or in the Southeast, that's borderline must-watch baseball. Three games, Is it four not? Game. Three game, four game. Three game. Three Friday, game. Saturday, Sunday. Friday is like two, I got I got the matchups here. Friday at, at Safeco T Mobile is like two thirds sold out. Saturday is almost completely sold out. So you're gonna get Robbie Ray, Charlie Morton on Friday. Which you're feeling good if you're a Mariner fan. Morton has not been awesome this year. You're gonna get Freed Kirby on Saturday, which that you is, mentioned. Oof, oof, that is the sexiness. And then what is Sunday is Odorizzi and Marco Gonzalez. Uh, undecided in Marco Gonzalez. Okay, I think I think one of my apps said Odorizzi. Either way, uh, that might be the most fun game to watch because you might see baseballs fly out of the park. Yeah, I, I think if you're a Mariner fan, you want Castillo available for this series. He pitched today. Yeah. Just to see what you got, see how you do. Well, no, just this is a really big series. Yeah. Yes, you are four and a half or I guess five games up on the Orioles now in the wild card, but having your best pitcher of the last month since the deadline 
pitch against the Braves offense mm-hmm. would give me a little bit more hope that you win that series. I would argue the same with Logan Gilbert. I mean, he had an excellent performance last night. Um, but even with the Braves series going down this weekend, the Mariners have the easiest schedule. Actually, do you know who has the easiest schedule in all of Major League Baseball from here on out? Who? It's the Mets. Really? Yeah, it's the Mets. <laughs> yeah, a lot of Pirates, a lot of Nationals. Oh, boy. Um, so the Nats have been playing spoiler the last yes, few weeks. So the Mariners, they have the easiest schedule uh, of these three going down the stretch. But, boy, it's funny. You know, the Rays are always just going to be that team that keeps on chugging. I mean, that is how they are built. That is how they've always been built. Um, it's clearly a formula. It's like a more successful Billy Bean, I feel, almost. Um Sure. And the Blue Jays are sexy, you know, with all the, the former kids and and the superstars and and that kind of stuff. But I think the team to beat of these three teams is the Mariners. It does feel that way. I think, I there's... think they're the best of the three, and they have the easiest schedule. Well, I'm kind of thinking about this more in terms of who I would least like to play in the playoffs. Which is the best way to think of it. Of these three teams, and that would certainly be the Mariners, especially with the top of the rotation being what it is. Wander Franco's still on the DL. Who knows what he's going to look like when he comes back. The Rays are good and will always be... McClanahan's hurt. I shouldn't say always. Recently have been quite dangerous in the playoffs and are no easy task when you get matched up with them. But what do the Rays have? Like right now, the Rays are... Seriously, look at their lineups. Look at their pitching staff. Look at their bullpen, which is probably their strength right now. There's nobody on that team that gets you excited. No. Outside of Wander Franco. Who's out. Yeah. And McClanahan, who's out. Right. Tyler Glass now pitching in Durham today. Hey. Hey. So, like, but they're the Rays, right? Right. Somehow they win. Somehow the they keep The little engine you, that does. Yeah, they hold, you hold, they hold you down as an offense, and they uh, hit just enough to win their games. Blue Jays are weird this year. Mm-hmm. I thought the Blue Jays were going to be way better. Their pitching staffs let them down a little bit. Barrios has been a bit of a disaster this year. Uh, the lineup's been inconsistent, too. Well, they need a manager. Bichette, until he hit four homers in two games, has been really bad. Yeah, year. the Blue Jays clearly, to me, need a manager. And that's why they fired theirs months ago. And, which was the right choice. Which was the right choice. And that's what that's their biggest thing in the offseason and probably a starter. Do you? Because they were going to let this guy who's being the interim have a chance to be the manager. I forget his name because they were saying he's a bit more of the personality that the players kind of wanted. Sure. I don't think the way the Jays have played since he's taken over has given me any hope that he can be the manager because they're playing fine. Yeah. Your, your comp is the Phillies. Yeah. That, that guy has brought them together. Yeah. Um, I think Rob Thompson. Yeah. I think that's what the blue Jays are missing as a manager. The Rays are missing that flash. You know, I think it helps that the Red Sox are punching bags for everyone. Yeah. Um, so that, Funny the Red Sox are the punching bag instead of the, the Orioles. Orioles. I know. Uh, I think, yeah, I think Seattle comes through on this, especially with the with the amount of easy games they have down the stretch. I think that's easy. My only thing, the only thing that, so remind me how this works. Two and three play each other, and one plays the third seed of the division leaders? No. Uh, the third wild card plays the worst division winner. Okay. And then, and then one, one and two play each One other. hosts two. Yes. Okay, so the Mariners will host a playoff game. If they win the wild card. Which yes. I think they will. Now, now stuff. who would you most like them to play out of the Rays and the Blue Jays? I think if you're a Mariner fan, you're okay with either. I think you choose the Rays. Because they're just weaker? I, yeah, they're smarter, but I don't know if I really want 
a 3-2 ball game in the eighth with Springer on first and Vladdy Jr. at the plate. Mm-hmm. You know, that scares me. Teoscar Hernandez looming. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that kind of scares Alejandro me. Alejandro Kirk. I mean, I don't love the Blue Jays bullpen. I feel like the Rays are smarter than you, but I think you can out hit them. Here's the Rays lineup right now. And mostly healthy minus Franco. Yandy Diaz, having a great year, by the way, leading off. Brandon Lau is hitting second. They have Harold Ramirez, who's a guy you've probably never heard of, although he's hitting over 300. Randy Arozarena is not the Randy Arozarena of two years ago. David Peralta, they added the trade deadline, and he's done basically nothing since getting there. Manuel Margot's off the IL, and he's cooled off significantly. Francisco Mejia is one of their catchers. Mike Zanino is out for the year, I believe. Also a former Indian. G-Man Choi is their first baseman. And Taylor Walls is hitting a robust 176 in the nine hole. I've never even heard of that guy. He's a great defender. Oh, okay. Cannot hit. Sounds like the Rays. Rays fans hate him. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's the team I'd rather see. I mean, if McClanahan's healthy, you know, McClanahan was was the midseason Cy Young winner. He got lit in the All-Star but, game. But a thing to think about is that what's the Mariners' biggest weakness? They're hitting. Hitting. Who has better pitching? The Rays. The Rays. So maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Maybe you roll that dice and you trust that bullpen, the firemen, Los Bomb... What what are they? Bomberos? Who are you talking about? The Mariners' bullpen. That's their nickname. Oh, I don't know. Uh, uh, I think, yeah, you trust your starters and you trust your bullpen and you go against the big guys and hope they swing. Yeah. Because outside of Manoa, I mean, are you really that scared? No, not really. No, not really. Are you scared of Romano on the back end? No, not really. Nope, not really. So maybe you're right. Maybe it is. Maybe it is the Blue Jays you'd rather see as the Mariners. The last thing I want to get to in the American League, um, because I think the National League is pretty much set, uh, despite who's going to be the wild, second or third wild card, um, is this Guardians twin situation. The Guardians are doing everything in their power to let the twins have this, yet the twins can't capitalize. Let me introduce a third team into the equation. The Chicago White Sox are two oh, games back of the Guardians. That is also correct. And their their Bozo manager is out for the year, basically. And yeah. they just looked uh, pretty dang good against the White Sox. I actually caught a couple games of that series. Against the Mariners, against you mean? Mariners, uh, Mariners yeah. excuse me, yes. Yeah. I mean, that that's your litmus test. For the Mariners, s- their litmus test is this weekend against the Braves. the Braves. But it was also a week ago against Cleveland. Like, that was a good litmus test for, for Seattle, and they did well. The White Sox have been forgotten this year because they've been as average as average can be. Despite looking amazing on paper. Yes, they are as 500 of a team as can exist. Uh, I've seen stats for the White Sox that they're like a 500 team over the last 10 years. It's ridiculous. They are exactly the same every year. Um, the Guardians are not that good. No, they're not. They're the youngest team in baseball. They have the lowest payroll of any team competing right now. Um, the I, I mean... You know, I keep a little side eye on them because, you know, I know the roster and I love Francona and all You like to will. check that IG page. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm always checking on the ex-lover. And, uh, you know, they keep saying that this might be Francona's best coaching job ever. And that includes the two World Series he won in, he won in Boston. And I don't think the Twins are that good. And Baldelli's going to get chopped for it. So do I think the White Sox are good? No. But on paper, are they better than those two teams? Without Hell yeah. So they're only two games out with a month to play. Yeah. Watch the White Sox make the playoffs. Yeah. If you want to watch some some really intense. And then immediately lose to the race. If you want to watch some seriously intense, mediocre baseball, the American Central is where it's at. Intense, those, mediocre. Those games mean so much. 
nobody's just any good. So uh, to also shine some light on the the White Sox, too, because I felt like I remembered hearing this from uh, the broadcast, the Mariners broadcast over the weekend, was that they have had one of the most, like, injury-riddled seasons. That is true. And I just found an article that says, the 2022 White Sox have injured every anatomical region of the body. I saw that as well. Any <laughs> part of the body you can hurt, the White Sox have hurt. So maybe this is a time, I mean, they get in, they start to get healthier. I mean, what what was it the other I mean, night? Like Lance, Lance Lynn struck out like 12 Mariners. He's been playing better. I, I, I'm picking up no with no. Mike's uh, putting down on the White Sox. It's just one of those things I saw it and went, just be careful. Yep. Anyway, so that somehow be, they're still in it. We know be, how quickly uh, things can change in the last couple weeks of September. <laughs> that is the truth. There's still a lot of baseball to go. That'll be something to keep an eye on along with your other races. Uh, when we come back, I wanted to make sure we gave plenty of time to everybody's favorite, including Joe Fisher's favorite segment, to uh, send Mike off on a one last fair or foul. So we'll do that next. But first, my man Joe with sports. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Is it fair? Oh, my that's goodness. That's a fair ball. Or is it foul? Well, he thought it was foul, I think. A knowledge test for Patrick and Mike to see how well they know the big leagues. Mathematics and strange symbols now as far as Major League Baseball is concerned. The OBP and the SLG and the ISO and the you name it. And what our distinguished hosts think about the stories that popped up around the big leagues. Peralta knocks it into center. David tonight, two for two, a leadoff single here in the fourth. And nobody noticed. This is Fair or Foul on the Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. All right, this is Fair or Foul. We do this every single week at 9.30, and we will continue to do this every single week at 9.30, hopefully, if I have anything to say about it. Uh, and without further ado, I turn this over to our fantastic producer, Mr. Joseph Fisher III. Yes, yes, yes. So... On a little show called Football Sunday, uh, we did something for Mike. And Mike, you know, I, I really considered it after the show, you know, because Mike said, I don't want to make these shows a big thing, right? I just want to come in. I want to do the show. Try not to mix things up too much. So on Sports Sunday, we did a special version of Hate It or Love It. And I was like, okay, you know, fair or foul. Maybe we stick, go back to baseball and give Mike a real fair or foul scent. You, you would never do that. Of course not, Mike. Come on. <laughs> Come on. So, for the hot corner fair or foul audience, I have resurfaced the questions. Are you going to give the same <laughs> questions as Sunday? <laughs> yes. Because I want Patrick's answers on these now. All right. This is awesome. And also, it saves me like 30 minutes of work of having to come up with a fair or foul. Anyways. This is awesome. I did not listen to the show for I was in the middle of nowhere. Perfect. And even though I had, was in the middle of nowhere, I had four bars and it said LTE, no service. Mm. Perfect. I could call or text, no problem. Internet, audio. No lies. And yeah. also, let's be real. Let's not act like if you had service, you would be listening to the show on Sunday. Anyways. That is also true. Yeah. Maybe you will in the future, though. Ooh. Maybe. Ooh. I don't know. I hear the future host might be pretty good. Mm. We'll see. I do Can like Rashad. 
Yes, yes, <laughs> he is fantastic. Uh, but we will start, of course, with a baseball question, Patrick. Okay. Fair or foul? Mike's Yankee fandom. Uh, foul. Uh, I will say foul because this will always live for me. And this was probably like three or four years ago. We were sitting on this show and we were talking about uh, retired numbers for Yankees. And Mike could not go through the one through nine, I believe it is. Not my strong suit, no. And he even said to me, he's like, yeah, I'm not really a big historian. And I was like, you're a Yankee fan. You're only history. You're just the history of baseball. Uh, so Mike's Yankee fandom foul. Uh, I will I will cry foul. Rashad uh, said fair because I'm not a douchey Yankee. Ooh, that that is fair. Yeah, that is fair. Mike, who is number five? That would be. I've, I've gotten better at this. I've been keeping it in my head a little bit more. Oh, uh, boy. Number five, three is Lou Gehrig. Three is not Lou Gehrig. I was nope. Four is four is Luke Garrett. You should know three. Yeah, three is Babe Ruth. There you go. Seven's Mickey Mouse. Um, five. Yogi is eight. Yogi is eight. That is correct. Roger Maris oh. is nine. DiMaggio. DiMaggio is five. There you go. Number two, Derek Jeter. Number one, Billy Martin. There you go. That's my guy right there. And number six. Joe Torrey. Joe Torrey, correct. All right, there you go. Then I will... I've uh, gotten better. Mike has gotten better. I believe one day his Yankee fandom will be legit. It might be fair one day. Now we move on to a uh, category that Patrick is well-versed in. Music. Ah. Music for 500, Bob. Um, fair or foul? Mike's taste in metal music. Massively fair. Massively fair because wow. the only thing I will say, and this is the biggest thing, like, I am a music snob. You know, I can go see shows, and I can pick things apart, and I can love, you know, the drummer of this really terrible band or the bass player of this pop band that we should be looking at the singer. But I will tell you this. There are bands that I love that I know nobody else loves, and I stick to those guns, and so does Mike Lynch. You like what you like. You don't pretend to hate it. You don't hide in a closet. There was a solid six, seven years where I hid my love for Dave Matthews' band, and that makes me a terrible person. Mike doesn't hide behind his music. It's what he loves, and I will say fair. Pat Patrick, a noted hater of Dave Grohl. Yes, yes. I just think he's pretty mad. And Suk is a noted lover of Dave Grohl. Yes, I know. And the two of you have not really talked about this too much, but I'm curious when you join primetime, for two weeks, how often you'll bring this up? Oh. Uh, his favorite band is Metallica. Ooh, ooh, hard pass, <laughs> hard pass. Man, I have to set some sort of like reminder for next week to send in like multiple texts into prime time over the next few days. Suk, <laughs> Suk, ask, ask Patrick, Patrick how he feels about <laughs> Dave Grohl. I'll just, I'll just send it to his personal line. Like, hey, uh, by the way, you should ask how he feels about Metallica. Oof, see how that goes over. That will kill two segments. Two um, hours. But uh, with that being said, I will also leave you with this. I like the music I like. There you go. Fitting. Fair. All right. Moving on. Now play that for him next week when he yells at you for not liking the <laughs> Right. Oh, no. Fisher, this new setup. You hit um, the wrong mouse, didn't you? I did. <laughs> Boo. Boo this setup. Last time that happened to me, it was during an update. So this is way better. Oh, yeah. yeah I'll take this. 
Uh, moving on, and it's, I, you know, I'm surprised if Mike has it because, uh, I mean, I, I missed it, clearly, and it's a very hard thing to miss. Fair or foul, Mike's gigantic water bottle. I do have it. I, again, uh, how did I not notice it? Uh, I mean, look at that thing, Patrick. I know I'm not in the room with you, but uh, I, I can see it in my head. It's about a quarter full now. That I is will, a water cooler. I will say this. It is the nicest pro jug I've ever seen. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, it was, it, a, it was only $25. It, it's it's not a milk carton or a, a milk milk jug, like a gallon milk jug. So thank God to that. <laughs> Got some cool colors on it. Uh, I mean, they're fading. The top did not used to be orange. Oh, no, it did. Oh, okay. It was meant to be fit. It was an orange and... That's how hard Mike goes in on the water. Heel design. So I People get confused and think I'm drinking, like, coolant. So I love (laughs) cold water, and the idea of a jug that huge when I can just have a Nalgene and fill it up a couple times, I gotta go foul on this thing. It is... It's something, I'll tell you that. My reasons for getting this are a couple. One... The filter at the old radio station started tasting really bad. Really bad. Like, really bad. Really bad. So I started using a different filter that was over by the kitchen sink. Mm-hmm. After I used that for, oh, I don't know, four months, Crazy Eyes McGinley comes to me and says, don't use that filter. We haven't changed that out for years. And I went, oh, you know what? I'm going to get a giant water bottle and fill it from my own home filtered water and bring it with me so I don't have to worry about whatever nonsense going on at the station. And... There were other times where I would sit there with an empty water bottle for like five segments and say, in the break, I'm going to go fill it. But okay. then I have to do something in the break. And five segments go by, and then I'm dehydrated, and then I get a headache. So I don't ever have to worry about that because this lasts me all, all day long, and I fill it once at home. Surprisingly, stays much colder than you'd think. It's obviously not cold anymore, but it's cooler than you think it would be. Uh, so very practical. I think the Blazers are going to kill you for that. I don't think I'm going to bring it to the Blazers. I would not bring that. Yeah. <laughs> What if they're just like, Mike, Mike, no need to bring your water bottle. We have Dasani for you. <laughs> I think that stuff tastes pretty bad. It does. You can keep that. Uh, by the way, I just watched Waterboy the other night. What a classic. I thought you were going to say for the first time, and I was like, Joe. No, no. It was one of those, uh, I pulled a souk moment where it just came on the TV. And I'm like, yeah, let's roll some uh, Waterboy for the next 90 minutes. It is a great movie. Indeed it is. And uh, we are going to move on. To one of the more iconic moments of uh, Mike Lynch's radio career, and it didn't even happen on the radio. It happened at a funeral, showing up in a uh, Ducks quarter zip. Was it, Mike? It was just a Ducks jacket. Ducks yeah. jacket and his infamous cargo shorts. All black Ducks jacket. To be clear. Fair or foul, Patrick? Mike's cargo shorts. You know, it's one of those things that I should say fair because at least you owned it. Yeah, I mean, I no longer wear them. Anymore. Yeah, the car, the cargo. Uh, I wore cargo for a while, and then I graduated high school. Um, uh, <laughs> it's one of those things like you can stick to your guns, but I uh, uh, no, 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 no. The cargos, uh, the cargos had to go, and and, and the reason for that because I'll just make excuses for myself because it's my last show, and who cares. Uh, Nobody, nobody's listening. Yeah, I Literally know. nobody's listening. Well, they'll listen on the podcast and they'll make fun of me later. Is that I, I, I am being honest with you. Mm-hmm. I really liked the color, mm-hmm. like the tan color for the shorts. Khaki. Color. The khaki. I didn't realize they made non-cargo versions of those shorts. Oh, yeah. I'm currently wearing them. So I went to the store and I was like, oh, I'll get these. They're cargo shorts. And then uh, the one thing that Suk has shamed me out of was wearing those. He has tried to shame me out of a lot of things 
The only one that has worked is that because I realized that it was pretty silly. Well, it's the only one that you should have been. Everything yes. else you have to stick to your guns. Uh, I would do the same. And I believe Isaac actually sent me these shorts because he got them for himself years ago. And I was like, oh, those are essentially what I wear just without all the extra pockets. Purchase, purchase, purchase. Yep. I have like six of them. And there you go. Boom. Well, that makes two people that Jason Sukanik has uh, caused trauma to over their uh, choice of cargo short wearing. And, hey, uh, Joe, Joe, are you in that boat as well? Oh, yeah. I'm sure. I think it took maybe two to three fill-ins of you, Mike. And, um, yeah, cargo shorts came up at one point, and cargo shorts, they're not in the, they're not in the repertoire anymore. Do Let's you just rem- say that. Do you remember the infamous uh, sunglasses left in the studio, and they got absolutely torched for being, like, cheap garbage pieces of S? Yep. Yeah, those are my sunglasses, <laughs> and I still buy those same sunglasses. Uh, you know what, Patrick? I will not be shamed when it comes to my sunglasses. I'm almost about to go down that road because after what seems like 10 years of trying to uh, stay on top of my sunglasses and not sit on them or not lose them, I'm about to just go gas station uh, glasses for the rest of my life. Yeah, mine aren't even gas station. I know exactly where to get them, and I get them for $10. Exactly. I, I used to do that, and then I upgraded myself to a real pair of sunglasses that cost a lot of money, but I've had the same pair for like seven years. Yeah, I'll lose those in seven days. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, what's not unfortunate is Mike's mastodonic calves that makes everybody in, well, not this building, but in the past building, jealous. Especially when he wore those cargo shorts. He was just blasting those things out in public. Fair or foul? Mike's mammoth calves. Fair. I went to Wazoo. Cougar calves. Walk uphill both ways in the snow. (laughs) I I got nothing to say. My best friend has calves like you ain't never seen. (laughs) Ryan's calves are stupid. I almost said the F word. That's how stupid they are. We don't have a dump button. Yeah, so... uh, Be careful. So (laughs) I will never, ever bash a man for his calves, Mike. They're brilliant. They're beautiful. And I know why you show them off. I love them. uh, All seasons. I didn't realize I had big calves until I got to college, and people were like, dude, your calves are gigantic. They're also 6'4". Your shoulders are gigantic, too. Well, I know, but people are like, man, your calves. They're like three calves in one. There you go. Mike is an Adonis. Thank you, Joe. And his last best physical feature, it is that... <laughs> My last best. That buttery, smooth radio voice. I don't know what's happening in that larynx, that throat of Mike's. I don't know if it's hot tea and honey and lemon every morning, but fair or foul, Mike's smooth, amazing baritone radio voice at the Blazer faithful are just going to fall in love with. Uh, Fair. It is going to be the best seventh seed voice I've ever heard in my entire life. Now Now just you wait. Maybe even the sixth seed. Well, no, because the Sonics were six seeds for a while, and you're no Kevin Calabro. Mm. But I'll be on the same team as Kevin. That is true. That is true. So adjacency works. Uh, it will be the best seven seed voice. And he'll I've be heard. way down there at the court. I'll be up with the radio people. Yeah. But you know. <laughs> yeah, I love your voice. It's all I know. And Mike Lynch with a great call on the radio. WWF. That's collabo right there. Yeah, Joe, you're really good at voices. That one. You might want to work here, collabo. Yeah, your collabo needs. That was the growl. That's the growl he does after a monstrous play. I know where you were going with it, but you just an hour ago did a really good Jeff McGinley impression. Our engineer. I did. Like, yeah, like you started talking about like him, and I was like, this is literally (laughs) crazy. I was just staying next to me, and then you jumped into that for collabo. I think you got to work on that one a little bit. All right, I'll spend two hours in the mirror tonight working on my collabo. Please do. All right, that'll do it. That is fair or foul. We do it every 
single Wednesday at the bottom of the second o'clock hour. Second hour, excuse me. Uh, second o'clock hour. Second o'clock hour. Uh, when we come back, we'll wrap I'm, this. I'm crying. That's the last fair foul Mike's going to be a part of. When we come back, we'll wrap this bad boy up. 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. First, before we wrap this bad boy up, the Hot Corner will be back next week. Um, Throughout the rest of the baseball season, we'll see kind of how this thing plays out. Um, But I will say that I have been chatting with the boss, been chatting with Joe, and uh, this show will live, live on at least through... The rest of the baseball season, um, no promises after that, but I am uh, actively working uh, to make that happen. Cool, I'm glad. Yeah. I don't know who, I don't know what the format situation will be. We might blow it up. We might keep it the same. Uh, who knows? But uh, I am a hunt for the host winner, and uh, I do have control of this show at this point with Mike leaving. And not only are you the hunt for the host winner, but I am 1080 the fan. That is also true. So. Because this is my baby, um, I am going to do my darndest uh, to keep this alive. Uh, I'm going to spend the next three minutes to try and make Mike Lynch cry. I don't think that will be very hard. Um, I'm feeling okay right now, but <laughs> this is a wild thing. We just recorded our podcast, last podcast for that. Uh, the beers on us is really up in the air. We'll see how that goes. I will do my best. Uh, no promises on that. Um, we, with the, just just to be clear for those of you who are beers on us listeners. We've been doing that completely pro bono. Mm-hmm. We haven't been paid a dime to do that. Well, uh, that's a lie. We we got we, the Pelican stuff was was nice, but general I, I get paid. Oh, to do that? Yeah. Oh, that's right. It's only an hour of work. <laughs> yeah, it's only an hour of the work. I, I don't get paid anything. By the time taxes come out of it, Wait, it's like you've been getting getting paid yeah, for this. Getting paid for this? <laughs> by the by the time taxes come out of that's it, it's a, like a it's like a Big Mac a week. That's the word the Millers reference. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Um, well, I I was doing a pro bono, and it 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 was really just. It was sold to us as we will sell your podcast. Just go do it. That never happened um, for many various reasons. But so it's really just been the two of us scheduling it and doing it. Yeah. Every single week uh, for almost every week of the last four years. And um, so it's it's a little bit tougher to be like, hey, half the podcast is leaving. What do you do? Because it's right. not. Like the, this show is on the station. It's sure. already pre-built. There's a whole schedule for it. Whereas that's just us doing it. So that's understandable. Yeah. And when it comes to the hot corner in 2015, I won hunt for the host round two and got this. And I remember sitting in with Jeff Sacramento and he said, we're going to put you with this guy, Mike Lynch. And I was like, Oh, I know him. He does. Uh, he does prime time. Cause I'm, I've been a P one of this station for a long time and I had no idea what the hell was going on. I didn't know how to do this. I didn't know anything. What I'm, what I'm going to say, because I don't know how to beat around a mic, is I don't know how to do radio without you. And I am really kind of borderline terrified to do radio without you. You'll be fine. You've I, been doing this for so many years. I know I'll be fine, but I don't know if I really want to do radio without you. Understood. Yeah, we've become a, a really good partnership. I think we have a really good uh, rhythm and rapport and energy, and we've become really, really, really close friends in real life after, after doing this show together. The story of this show actually was you won Hunt for the Host, and I remember Jeff Sacramento pulling me into the office and saying, hey, what do you think he should do for his show? 
And I was like, well, what are his interests, right? Like, I, I don't think I judged too much of your season. I think you were only there once. Yeah, so I didn't really know. And he was like, oh, he's a big baseball fan. And I was, at that point, angling for my own opportunities. And I was like, well, I love baseball. Mm-hmm. I'll do the show with him. Yeah. And he's like, done. And that's when he came to you, and that's how it all started. So um, I'm glad that he asked me that question. Yeah, I am too. And I'm glad that uh, he listened to my suggestion of doing a baseball show and letting me do it with you because it's been – so much fun. Yeah. So it's, much fun. It, it, it's been a wild ride. And, and we've talked about this on the show before, but I'll say it again. Working till 9 or 10 p.m. on a Wednesday night when you've already worked your job before that, it's really not a fun thing to think about. Both of us, I'm sure, Joe, you felt this way too. There's like the Wednesday afternoon, like, I'm working late tonight. And then we leave here, and I'm just flying high because the yeah. shows are fun. And we have a fun time talking baseball. We have a fun time talking our own personal lives. And uh, I will definitely miss doing that on a weekly basis. Well, for me, everything's going to change. I ain't got a job. I ain't got a co-host. I ain't got nothing. So I got to figure that stuff out. So wish me luck on that. Uh, But I will say this. Thank you, Mike, for absolutely everything. Um, Yeah, you're one of my closest friends in the world. You signed my marriage certificate. We will be back for the Hot Corner next week. What it looks like, who knows? But stick around. Uh, We'll see you then. Beers on us. Grab that. And uh, I don't know. Go do something I would do. I don't even know what that is. I'll see you on the other side, guys. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.